Welcome to the Yoga at Home podcast. I'm your host, Carrie Klaus, owner and director of Inner Spring Yoga. This class was recorded live at our studio in New Albany, Indiana. You can learn more about me at my website, carrieklaus.yoga, and learn more about our studio or join us for a live stream class at www.isyoga.me. Before beginning this or any other new physical activity, please consult your, your healthcare provider. Enjoy your practice. All right. Well, we're going to get started down on our backs today, but just for a moment. You won't be there long. And once you get yourself down on your back and make yourself comfortable, you can close your eyes or you can let them just peek open. And then just bring your awareness for a moment to your breath. And notice your breath as it's moving in and out. And just observe sort of the process of um, slowing and, and stilling. So you might notice first that your body settles in a little bit, your body becomes more still. You'll be less fidgety, feeling like you're just relaxing back into gravity. And then as your um, body starts to become more still, you'll notice that your breath will slow down a little. And then the progression of that is that once your body and your breath become more still or more slow, your mind will follow along. So it's a progression of body, breath, and mind. So just notice that progression, that slowing, that stilling. And then in that stillness, let your breath carry you a little bit deeper into yourself. So kind of letting go of the external experience a little bit and develop a deeper connection to uh, how you feel inside. So on Monday, because it was the first day of a new week of a new year, I mentioned that perhaps you, and I know I do too, feel the pull 
to like do all the all the new year's things you know like you have a brand new 2021 planner and it's filled up with a lot of new to-do lists and projects we get a lot of messaging at this time of year that we're not good enough and something about us needs to change. We need to be more organized or we need to look different. We need to eat differently. And so I encouraged everyone that was here with me on Monday to really consider what each one of them or each one of you now really want out of this new year. Because at least in my experience, the new planner with all the to-do lists and the home improvement projects and the um, new diet and um, the new waking up and exercising before I do anything else in the morning, all of those things, it turns out, usually are not what I want. But they're what I think our culture or our society expect me to want. And so instead, for this first part of our practice, I'd like for us to all really consider what it is that we want. What do you want? And if what you want is to eat more salad or what you want is to have a new home improvement project, then that's fantastic. But if that's not really what you want, And see if you can just let that go. And then begin to deepen your breath. And let your breath settle into a rhythm that's steady and equal. So the in-breath and the out-breath are even and matching in length. And then try to deepen that breath a little so you can feel it all the way down in your belly, rising up to the top of your chest. And then releasing from the top of your chest all the way down to your belly. And then let this deeper breath be your connection or your anchor, your tether to your inner experience. So it might be that you're 
um, following the sound of your breath or that you're noticing some particular aspect of your breath. But in some way, let that breath anchor you to your internal experience. And then as you start to introduce some movement into your body, really challenge yourself to stay connected to the internal experience. So once you start moving, you'll start thinking about maybe what you look like when you're moving, what other people in the room think about you when you're moving. You might think about the temperature of the room once you start moving, or you might become distracted by <clears throat> other sounds in the room. But instead, see if you can move your body, but stay in your internal experience. And take your time, maybe like another minute or so to move your body around and then slowly start to make your way up and over to your hands and knees. And as you come up to your hands and knees, you can pause for a couple of rounds of cat and cow, but we're headed directly to downward facing dog. So if you're ready to go into downward facing dog, you can go directly there. And you have time, you don't have to rush. Once you do get yourself in downward facing dog, start by uh, pedaling your heels. So you'll alternate uh, bending one knee and then the other. And even letting the hips shift a little from side to side as you alternate bending your knees. And then the next time that you bend your right knee, keep that knee bent, press your left heel down towards the floor. But at the same time, try to pull your left thigh or left femur bone up into the hip socket. So you wanna stretch the heel down, but don't get the sense that like your leg is becoming disconnected from your pelvis. See if you can keep your leg plugged into your pelvis, but still stretch down through your heel. And take another breath in. And then when you exhale, change the side so your left knee will bend. Keep the left knee bent, press down through the right heel. And then again, try not to get that sense that you're like pressing so hard that your leg is becoming disconnected from your pelvis. But there's a little bit of a, a lift up, like an energetic kind of plugging in of your right femur bone into your hip socket. 
Do one more breath in. And then as you exhale, stretch the left leg out to meet the right leg. So now both legs are straight. Reach down through your heels and then plug your femur bones up into the hip sockets. And then look towards your hands and walk your feet forward towards your hands. And when your feet reach your hands, you can slide the hands up to the shins or thighs, lengthen your spine out long, lift the fronts of the shoulders, reach the chest forward a little and the hips back. And then when you exhale, fold forward. And as you fold forward, just position your body in whatever way that you need to be to feel a stretch in your hamstrings. So you wanna feel a stretch in the backs of your legs. And then just staying connected to that deep anchoring breath. One more breath in and out. And then as you breathe in, lengthen your spine again. Step your feet out to the edges of your mat. Your toes turn out slightly, your heels turn in. And then as you exhale, start to bend your knees and lower your sitting bones towards your heels. And you can bring your hands together in front of your heart and lift your chest. Press the palms together and use the elbows to pry the knees apart a little. And then see if the tailbone can dip down in between the heels. Take one more breath in. And then we're gonna come all the way to seated. So you can take your hands to the floor in front of you or behind you, sit down. And then keep your knees bent, the soles of your feet on your mat. Reach your fingertips forward, draw your navel in and up to lift your chest. And then as you exhale, slowly roll yourself all the way down onto your back. And then as you come down onto your back, bring your right knee to your chest. And take your hands in behind your right thigh. And then just two times, when you inhale, straighten your right leg. And when you exhale, bend your knee. And then inhale to straighten. And exhale to bend. And then we're gonna add on to that. So this time when you straighten your right leg, reach your heel up towards the ceiling. So you're flexing your foot. And then when you exhale and bend your knee, point your toes so your toes point down to the floor. And then inhale, stretch your leg long, reach up through your heel, flex. And then when you exhale, bend your knee and point. Do one more like that. When you inhale, reach your leg up and flex. And then when you exhale, bend your knee and point. And then we're gonna add on. So keep your knee bent, your toes pointed down to the floor for right now. And then see if you can lift and spread just your toes. So your ankle, excuse me, is still pointing down. The ball of your foot is still pressing down towards the floor, but you're lifting and flaring out your toes. Keep that. 
and then flex your ankle. So you're pulling your toes back towards your shin. Keep that and then straighten your leg. Heel goes straight up towards the ceiling. And then point your ankle. So you're keeping the toes pulled back and flared out and you're reaching the ball of your foot towards the ceiling. And then point your toes up to the ceiling and then bend your knee. So it goes toes, ankle, straighten the knee, ankle, toes, bend the knee. And we'll do three more like that. So toes, ankle, straighten the leg, ankle, toes, and bend the knee. Last time, toes, ankle, straighten the leg, ankle, toes, and then bend the knee. And then as you inhale, hug your right knee all the way up to your chest and exhale to stretch your left leg all the way down to the end of your mat. And then roll all the way over to your left side. Let your right knee come down to touch the floor or the mat. When you inhale, stretch your right arm up to the ceiling. And then as you exhale, roll your chest open. And as you come open into your twist, you can float your right arm kind of up and down like you're making half of a snow angel. Just let the arm slide up and down on the floor. And as you slide your arm up and down on the floor, search for the place where you really feel a stretch in the front of your shoulder and across the front of your chest. And then when you find that really stretchy spot, hold there and take a deep breath in. Let your breath be so deep that it stretches really deep into the tiny little muscles that you didn't even know were there. And then exhale. And then one more time, use your breath to increase the amount of stretch you feel. And exhale. And then when you inhale, roll over to your right, uh, sorry, left side. And when you exhale, roll over onto your back. And then hug both of your knees to your chest. <clears throat> As you're hugging your knees to your chest, you can rock a little bit from side to side. You can take the knees around in circles. Just make sure you get your hips and your shoulders back to the center of your mat. And then release your right foot down to the floor. And slide your hands behind your left thigh. And then when you inhale, just twice, straighten and bend the knee. Don't worry about the foot or the ankle. Just straighten and bend. And then this time we inhale, straighten the leg and reach the heel up. And then point the toe and bend the knee. Inhale to straighten the leg and flex, reach the heel up. And then exhale to point the toes and bend the knees. And then we'll start it in that little wave. So pull your toes back and flare them out. And then flex your ankle. And then kick your heel up to the ceiling. And then start with the ankle, point it up. Point through the toes and bend the knee. So it goes toes, ankle, knee, ankle, toes, knee, toes, ankle, knee, ankle, toes, knee. 
two more toes, ankle, knee, ankle, toes, knee. Last time, toes, ankle, knee, and then ankle, toes, and knee. Pull your left knee straight in towards your chest. Stretch your right leg forward on your mat, and then roll all the way over to your right side. With a breath in, stretch your left arm up to the sky, and then exhale to rotate your chest towards the ceiling. And then again, sweep that left arm up and down until you find the really stretchy uh, part. For me, it's about 45 degrees up. And then when you find the really stretchy point there in the front of your shoulder and your chest, use your breath to increase the sensation of stretch. So really deep breath. Feel all the tiny little muscles in there stretch and then release. And do another deep stretching breath in and out. And then as you inhale, roll again onto your right side. Exhale onto your back. Hug both knees up towards your chest. And then we're gonna come back to downward facing dog again. So as long as you don't have any bulging discs or herniated discs, or um, bone density issues like osteoporosis or osteopenia, you're gonna rock up and down the length of your spine, get enough momentum to come all the way up and over and press back into down dog. Otherwise, you're gonna roll to your side, press yourself up to your hands and knees, and then return to downward facing dog. <clears throat> and then in downward facing dog, lift your right leg back behind you but try to keep your hips square. So don't reach your heel up to the ceiling. Imagine that you're trying to stamp your footprint on the wall behind you. When you look back, you should be able to see your right toes. And then see if you can really make your right leg active. So you're gonna lift up a little through the right inner thigh, press back through the heel to make sure that the knee is straight and then flare out your toes. So it's like you're getting a pedicure and they have that little, um, foam thing in between your toes. Really spread your toes apart. Good, now maintain that. And when you inhale, come forward to plank pose so you still have the right leg lifted. And then keep the right leg lifted and lower down through chaturanga. Then put the toes down. And as you inhale, lift your chest upward facing dog. Nice, and as you exhale, roll back to downward facing dog. And then in downward facing dog, lift the left leg behind you. Hips are square. So you're trying to make a footprint on the wall behind you. When you look back, you can see those toes. The leg is really active. So you wanna energize that leg. And then as you're pressing your heel back, see if you can plug your left femur bone towards the hip socket, right? So you don't wanna stretch the femur bone away from the pelvis. Keep it connected, but keep reaching back through your heel. That'll help you energize the leg more. And then flare out your toes. And when you inhale, come forward to plank pose, but keep that leg lifted. And then when you exhale, bend your elbows in chaturanga, keep that leg lifted. And then set the toes down. And when you inhale, lift your chest upward facing dog. And exhale to press back to downward facing dog. But so we're gonna do that one more time all in a row. 
When you inhale, right leg goes back, make a footprint on the wall, engage the leg. Exhale as you flare out your toes. Inhale forward to plank pose. Exhale, chaturanga. Inhale, drop the toes upward facing dog. And exhale, downward facing dog. And inhale, lift the left leg. Exhale, spread the toes out, press back. Inhale forward to plank pose. Exhale, chaturanga. Drop the toes, inhale, upward facing dog. And exhale, downward facing dog. Pause here, breathe in. And breathe out for one. And inhale. And exhale for two. Take another breath in. And then when you exhale, lower both of your knees. If you have two blocks, grab both of your blocks. If you don't have blocks, no worries. You can do the same thing, just without blocks. So you're gonna take the blocks underneath of your hands. You can start at the lowest level and then some of you might like to turn them up to the medium height. And you're gonna take your elbows down onto the center of your blocks. And then press your hips back towards your heels, let your fingertips point towards the ceiling and your head fall in between your blocks. And then you can join your palms together and keep the fingertips pointing towards the ceiling. And then see if you can slide your right elbow forward on your block, but reach your right hip back. And then slide the left elbow forward on the block, but reach the left hip back. Take a deep breath in. And then you can bend the knees a little more, or sorry, bend the elbows a little more deeply and let the fingertips point back towards your hips. And then stretch forward through the elbows and reach back through the hips. And then again, use your deep breath to see if you can stretch any deeper. So let the breath stretch you. And take one more deep breath in. And then straighten the arms forward. If your fingertips touch the floor, you can come onto your fingertips. And then as you inhale, press yourself back up to hands and knees. Slide your blocks off to the side. And then tuck your toes. And as you inhale, come back to downward facing dog. Take a breath in and breathe out. And then take your gaze towards your hands. And on a breath out, you can step, hop, or walk and bring your feet all the way up to meet your hands. At the top of your mat, lift your chest, extend your spine. And then exhale to fold forward. And when you inhale, come all the way to stand. Reach the arms out and up overhead. And as you exhale, let your hands float all the way down behind your back and make a fist. So behind your back, you're gonna press your palms together. And the elbows will be bent. And then point the elbows straight back. So like you have a big giant beach ball in between your elbows and you're trying to hold on to it. Squeeze your elbows together. Take a breath in. And then as you exhale, you can put just a slight bend in your knees and start to fold forward until your torso is just parallel to the ground. So you don't wanna to go too far. 
you're making like the shape of an upside down L or a number seven with your body. And then point your elbows up to the ceiling. Take a breath in, extend your spine and exhale. Take another breath in and breathe out. Take one more breath in and out. And then as you inhale, come all the way up to stand, straighten the elbows, reach the knuckles all the way down to the floor and then arch back, lift your chest, take your gaze to the ceiling. You can stay here and as you inhale, maybe float your fist up and away from your low back and exhale. Breathe in and breathe out. Take one more breath in. This time with straight elbows, a little bend in the knees as you exhale, fold all the way forward. Rotate through the shoulders, let the knuckles reach up towards the ceiling and then release your hands to the floor or your shins. And as you inhale, extend your spine. On your breath out, plant your hands and step or walk your feet back into plank pose. From plank pose, hold here, take a breath in, flare out your toes a little bit, reach through your heels, really firm up your legs. So the inner thighs lift up towards the ceiling. The knees are perfectly straight, legs are very strong. And then press the floor away with your hands. And as you press down into the floor, like you're trying to get away from the floor, feel your upper back engage a little bit, draw your navel back towards your spine. So the whole body, it's really firm and active. Take one more breath in. And then when you exhale, lower in your own way. So you could take the knees down or leave them lifted and lower down. As you inhale, come into a back bend, up dog or cobra. And as you exhale, raise your hips back and up into downward facing dog. And then breathe in and out for one. Inhale and exhale for two. And breathe in and out for three. On your breath in, look towards your hands. And then as you exhale, you can step, hop, or walk and bring your feet all the way up to meet your hands. Hands come up to shins or thighs. As you inhale, lengthen out long, make the shape of an L or a number seven, and then exhale and fold forward. As you breathe in, come all the way to stand, stretch the arms out and reach up. Exhale and bring your hands in front of your heart. And one more in a row, just like that. When you inhale, reach your arms out and up. And exhale to fold forward. Inhaling a halfway lift. And then exhale to plant your hands and step or walk your feet back to plank pose. Breathe in, press the floor away from you. Body is firm from head to toe. And then as you exhale, lower down, chaturanga. Inhale to an upward facing dog or cobra. And as you exhale, press back into downward facing dog. Inhale. And exhale for one. And breathe in. And out for two. Inhale. And exhale for three. And when you inhale, look towards your hands. 
And on your breath out, step, hop, or walk, feet all the way up to the front of your mat. Slide your hands up your shins, your thighs, and lengthen on the breath in. And then exhale to fold forward. And inhale to rise, arms reach out and up overhead. Exhale to bring hands together in front of the heart. For Utkatasana, you can step your feet together or keep them hip distance. When you inhale and bend your knees and sit back, if your feet are together, squeeze your knees together. If your feet are apart, try to keep your knees stacked over your ankles and breathe out. Inhale. And exhale for two. Take one more breath in. And then when you exhale, fold forward. You can straighten the legs, frame the feet. So on your inhale, slide your hands up your shins and lengthen your spine. As you exhale, plant your hands and step or walk back into plank pose, the top of a Body's firm. On the inhale, press through the hands. And then as you exhale, lower down. The knees can be up or down, chaturanga. Inhale to upward facing dog or cobra. And then as you exhale, raise the hips back and up to downward facing dog. On your breath in, as you reach the right leg back behind you, keep the hips square and try to make that footprint on the wall again. This time as you exhale, come forward to plank pose and draw your right knee towards your chest. And then inhale as you press back, reach your foot back, make that footprint on the wall. And as you exhale, step your right foot all the way up between your hands. And then spin your left heel down in a warrior one stance. So you might take about a half a step in. And as you inhale, raise your torso, reach your arms up beside your ears. The right knee is bent, stacking over the ankle. And exhale for one. <coughs> Breathe in. And out for two. And inhale. Exhale for three. Inhale. Exhale four. And breathe in. And as you exhale, release your hands behind your back. This time you're going to reach across and hold your opposite wrists or forearms. Or bring your hands into a prayer pose. Let your fingertips point up your back. Then straighten your right leg as you inhale. And on your breath out. Start to fold forward over your right leg. And then as you inhale, lift your elbows up towards the ceiling to stretch across the front of your chest. Reach the center of your breastbone forward. And exhale. Breathe in. Out for three. Inhale. Exhale for four. Breathe in and out for five. And then as you inhale, start to lift your torso up, release your hands, reach the arms up. And on your breath out, you're gonna turn open to face the long edge of your mat and take your arms out to shoulder height. So you're in the star pose. The feet are parallel to each other. All 10 toes face that window. And then as you inhale, reach your arms up over your head. Arms go out to the sides as you exhale, fly forward and take your hands down to the floor beneath your shoulders. And then as you inhale, lengthen your spine. So you're lifting the torso halfway, reach the heart forward and back through the hips. And then hinging at your hip creases. So try to keep the spine long and let the movement come just from the hinge of your pelvis. 
So if your spine starts to round, just press your hands down and keep reaching your chest forward. Breathe in. And out for two. And inhale. Exhale, three. Breathe in. Breathe out for four. Inhale. Exhale for five. And as you inhale, lift your torso again halfway. And then on your exhalation, you're gonna to start to walk your hands towards your right foot. And at the same time, spin your right toes to face the front of your mat and lift your left heel up. So you'll eventually walk all the way around to the front of your mat in a low lunge, keeping the back knee lifted. And then really firm up that back knee. So we have a tendency to kind of let the back leg sag down into gravity. See if you can resist that. Press back through your heel like you wanna make that footprint on the wall behind you. Lift up through your inner thigh, flare out your toes. And then reach your chest forward, breathe in. And breathe out for one. Inhale. And exhale for two. Breathe in. And out for three. Inhale. Exhale for four. One more breath in, lift your gaze, look to the top of your mat. And as you exhale, step your left foot forward to meet your right. Inhale as you extend your spine out long. And then exhale, hinge at your hip creases and fold. On your breath in, rise all the way to stand, arms stretch out and up overhead. And exhale to bring the hands together in front of the heart. And then preparing again for Utkatasana, the chair pose. So you could step your feet all the way together if that's your preferred stance. As you inhale, bend your knees and sit back. If the feet are together, the knees stay together. If the feet are apart, the knees stay apart. And exhale for one. Breathe in. And out for two. Inhale. And on three, exhale and fold forward over your legs. Then straighten the legs as you inhale, extend the spine long. And exhale to plant your hands and step or hop your feet back into plank pose. Take a breath in in plank pose. The whole body is firm and active. And then as you exhale, knees up or down, bend your elbows and lower chaturanga. Inhale, upward facing dog or cobra. And then exhale back to downward facing dog. And then lift your left leg and plant your foot on the wall behind you. And as you exhale, come forward to plank pose and pull your left knee to your chest. And then inhale, press back, stamp your foot on the wall behind you. This time as you exhale, step your left foot all the way up between your hands and turn your right heel down. And then as you inhale, lift your torso, come into warrior one, the left foot's forward. And exhale. Breathe in, out for two, inhale, try to firm up that back leg. So you want to really reach through your heel, you can flare out your toes, inner thighs active. Take another breath in, and out for four, 
Inhale. And then as you exhale, release your hands down behind your back. Again, opposite wrist or prayer pose behind your back. Straighten your left leg as you inhale. And then on your exhale, start to fold forward over your left leg. And once you're folded, when you breathe in, squeeze your elbows up towards the ceiling and exhale for one. Breathe in, reach the center of your chest forward. And exhale for two. And breathe in. And out for three. Inhale. Exhale four. Breathe in. And out for five. And then as you inhale, start to lift your torso up, reach your arms up beside your ears. And then as you exhale, spin to the long edge of your mat, parallel your feet, take the arms down to shoulder height in star pose or tarasana. This time, turn your toes out and your heels in. And then as you exhale, bend your knees and come down into the goddess pose. So you start to bend the knees, tuck the tailbone under. Draw the knees back. So you wanna think about lining up your knee, the center of your knee with your second toe. And then bend at the elbows and let the palms face forward. And then tip your fingertips back and your elbows forward. It's like you're trying to pull your shoulder blades into the back of your heart to lift your chest, breathe in. Breathe out for one. Inhale. Exhale for two, breathe in, and out for three. And then as you inhale, straighten the legs and the arms, turn the feet parallel to each other. And as you exhale, fold forward, take the hands to the floor. And then on your breath in, lengthen and extend your spine. And exhale, hinge comes from the hip creases as the crown of the head drops towards the floor. Try to keep your spine long and breathe in. And out for one. Inhale. Exhale for two. Breathe in. And out for three. Inhale. Exhale four. Breathe in. And out for five. And then inhale as you lengthen your spine. On your exhale, the hands start to walk to the left and then spin the feet so the left toes turn forward and the right heel lifts up. Framing your left foot with your hands. As you inhale, firm up your back leg, reach through your heel. It's like you're trying to lift or energize the back of the leg towards the ceiling. And exhale for one. Breathe in. And out for two. Inhale. Exhale for three. Inhale. Exhale four. And as you breathe in, take your gaze ahead. As you exhale, step your right foot up to meet your left. Inhaling to slide your hands up your shins or thighs as you lengthen. And exhale to fold in half. And then inhale, come all the way to stand. Stretch the arms out and up overhead. And then as you exhale, 
bring your hands together in front of your heart. And here you can just let your hands release down to your waist. Then we're gonna keep some space in between the feet, even if you don't usually do Utkatasana that way. So we're gonna keep about the hips distance in between the feet and then bend the knees. Keep the knees bent and raise your heels up. Keep your heels up and come all the way to stand and then lower your heels down and then raise your heels up. Bend your knees and sit back, keep your heels lifted and then lower your heels down and stand. And exhale and bend your knees. Inhale, raise your heels. Exhale. And inhale. Exhale. Inhale. Lower your heels. And stand. We'll do one more. Bend your knees. Lift your heels. Come to stand. And lower your heels. And then raise your heels, bend your knees, lower your heels, and shift a little more weight into your right foot. Bend your left knee and turn your left knee to the left. You can slide your heel towards your ankle or raise the sole of your foot towards your shin or even all the way up to your inner thigh. And then bring your hands together in front of your heart and press your left foot towards the right inner leg and press back with the right leg. So instead of letting your balancing pose be kind of like weighted down by gravity, see if you can resist that and kind of lift up a little. And then from that lift, raise your arms up beside your ears and exhale for one. Breathe in. Out for two. Inhale, and bring your hands in front of your heart on three. Then keep the left leg lifted. And as you inhale, point your left knee forward and take your hands behind your thigh. And then exhale, stand up tall. And then as you inhale, flare your toes, flex your ankle, straighten your leg. As you exhale, point your ankle, point your toes, and then bend your knee. Toes, ankle, knee, ankle, toes, knee, toes, ankle, knee, ankle, toes, knee. Now keep your knee in towards your chest. As you inhale, raise your arms up beside your ears, flare your toes, flex your ankle, straighten your leg, breathe in. Out for one. Inhale. Two. Exhale. Breathe in. And out for three. And as you inhale, lift the knee to the chest. And exhale. Finally, step down. Take a minute to shift from side to side. Spin a hula hoop. Shake it out. Walk it out. And then come back to Tadasana or mountain pose. And then here in mountain pose, let's just pause for a moment. You can close your eyes or soften your gaze down and bring your awareness back to that steady, even deep breath. And then let that breath sort of 
reconnect you to the present moment and your internal experience. So once we start moving, we can get really kind of caught up in all of the exteriors and what the pose looks like and am I balancing okay? And what's everybody else think about what I'm doing? So let's just get reconnected inside as we shift more weight into the left foot, bend the right knee, and then turn the right knee out to the side and slide heel to ankle, foot to shin, or bring the right foot all the way up to your inner thigh. And then just notice that you're kind of weighted down into gravity, resist that by lifting up. And then raise the arms up beside the ears, breathe in. And out, inhale, exhale, take another breath in and out, bring the hands in front of the heart, as you inhale, point the right knee forward, and then exhale and take your hands behind your thigh, flare your toes, flex your ankle, inhale, straighten your leg. Ankle, toes, exhale, bend your knee. Toes, ankle, knee. Ankle, toes, knee. Toes, ankle, knee. Ankle, toes, knee. Keep the left knee bent. Stretch the arms up beside the ears, breathe in. Toes, ankle, exhale, knee, breathe in, and out for one, inhale, and exhale two, really strong leg, breathe in, make a footprint on the wall in front of you, exhale, hands in front of the heart, release that foot down, shake it out, walk it out, make some circles, and then start to come all the way back to the front of your mat. And then as you come back to the top of your mat, find Tadasana or Mountain Pose. And on your breath in, reach your arms out and up. And then exhale to fold forward. And as you inhale, lengthen your spine. Exhale, you can step or walk your feet back into Plank Pose, the top of a push-up. Take a breath in and hold your Plank Pose. And then as you exhale, lower all the way down to your belly. Rest your forehead down on your mat and take your arms back at your sides with your palms down for Shalabhasana, the locust pose. And then lift just your shoulders. So keep your chest and head down for right now. And just draw your shoulder blades towards the center of your back. And then use the strength of your back. Lift your chest and lift your head. And breathe out. And then use your glutes and your hamstrings. And as you inhale, lift your legs. And exhale for one. Breathe in. And out for two. Inhale. Exhale for three. Breathe in. And out for four. Inhale. And on five, lower all the way down. Take a cheek and an ear to the mat. You can turn your palms up to the ceiling and relax your shoulders. 
And then take a deep breath in and let the breath stretch you from the inside out. So really feel all the little muscles stretch when you breathe in deep. And then relax as you soften and let that breath out. And then just come back into your normal, deep, rhythmic breath. Turn your palms down towards the mat. Turn your forehead down towards the mat. Lift just your shoulders to start. And then as you inhale, lift your back, lift your head. Exhale. And as you inhale, lift your legs. And exhale for two. Breathe in. And out for three. Inhale. And exhale for four. And breathe in. And then when you exhale and lower down, turn your opposite cheek and ear to the mat. You can turn your palms up. It might feel good to shake your hips a little bit from side to side. And then take that deep breath in and let your breath stretch you from the inside out. And release the breath. And then just slowly turn yourself over onto your back. And as you come over onto your back, you can hug your knees towards your chest. And like you're in child's pose, if you like your knees together, you can just hug your knees in together. If you like your knees a little wider, you can take your knees a little bit wider. And then just rock a little bit on the back side of your body so you can go a little side to side. You can make circles. And then if you're holding your knees a little further apart, go ahead and bring your legs together. And then stretch both of your legs up towards the ceiling. Make your legs really active, reach through your heels, flare out your toes, all that stuff we've been working on. And then take your arms at your sides and this time turn your palms up towards the ceiling. And then draw your belly button back like you're trying to press your low back down into the mat. Take a breath in. And when you exhale, lift your head and your shoulder blades away from the floor, curling up. Breathe in. And out for one. If you need more of a challenge, you can start to lower your legs. The lower your legs go, the harder it is. As your legs lower, your low back will arch away from the floor, but resist that and drive your low back down into the mat. Take another breath in and out. One more breath in. And then as you exhale, hug your knees to your chest, lower your shoulders and your head down, rock a little bit from side to side. So we're gonna do that one one more time. The lower your legs are, the more challenging it is. But when your legs are lowered, you'll have a tendency to lift your low back. If you lower your legs, Make sure you don't go um, any lower than you can maintain pressing your low back to the floor. So you don't want your low back to arch away. Stretch both of your heels up towards the ceiling. Make your legs really active. Arms at the sides, palms face up. Take a breath in, drive your low back to the floor. And as you exhale, lift your shoulder blades and your head. Breathe in. And breathe out, those legs can lower if you need to. 
and out for two. Breathe in and out for three. Inhale, exhale for four. Breathe in. And then on five, hug your knees to your chest. Rock a little bit from side to side or take your knees around in circles. And then you can keep hugging your knees into your chest if you like that, or you can place your feet down on your mat. Take your feet as wide as your mat and let your knees knock in towards each other. So when we think about um, our shiny new planners and our to-do lists and our home projects and our um, salads that we're gonna eat and our 5.30 a.m. exercise that we're gonna do, if we think about why we wanna do all those things, even whether it's us that wants to do them or society that wants us to do them, when we think about those things, it's all about change. Like there's something about us that we wanna change. And we think that if we change that thing, then we'll be more happy. So now that you've kind of had some time to consider what you want to do in this new year, let's see if we can practice changing our perspective around those things. Right? Do you want to do it because you want to change? Or do you want to do it because you want to evolve? You want to grow? We're just going to flip the script a little, change the perspective, and think about all of these New Year's resolutions, if you want to call them that, or intentions or goals, not as ways that we can change ourselves, but as ways that we can evolve or grow. You can hug your knees into your chest again, roll all the way over to your right side, and then press yourself up to seated. And we're gonna practice going upside down tonight. So we're gonna practice changing our perspective. Um, so we're gonna do the L-shaped handstand at the wall. Um, before you move, just Hang tight because I want to show you how to do it. And then for you guys that are here, I want to show you where to go so that we can still maintain our space from each other. Um, so just sit tight. You can make yourself comfortable if you need to grab a blanket or lift your hips on a block. You guys at home, first of all, if for any reason you feel like your arms can't hold you or you um, are that you don't want to do this, Please don't do it, especially if you're home alone, because I can't see you. Um, so if you don't feel safe, don't do it. I'll give everyone an alternative for um, getting upside down if you don't feel safe doing the L-shaped handstand. But we've done a lot of prep work for it, and I think we'll be good. Um, I just can't see you guys at home really well, so I don't want anybody 
falling down on their heads or anything like that. Okay, so if you don't feel safe, don't try. Once you guys come to the wall, you'll put the short end of your mat against the wall. And I'm gonna move you guys at home a little bit closer so you can have a better view of how this works. And then when you go to the wall, you're gonna go back to your space. So you don't need to bring everything with you, but when you go to the wall, bring either a block or a strap, something that you can just use to mark your place, okay? So you're gonna sit down at the wall, stretch your legs out in front of you, make your legs active, like we've done this whole class, so flare out your toes, reach through your heels, make your legs really active. You might even make them so strong that your heels lift up away from the floor. And then put your block or your strap or whatever you're using right where your ankles are at. And you're just gonna leave that there to mark your place. You're gonna come around to your hands and knees and your feet are gonna be flat up against the wall. And then you're gonna bring your wrists where your ankles were at. Okay? So you wanna have about a leg's length between the wall and your hands. And then once you're here, you're gonna do downward facing dog. It's gonna feel really awkward because your hands and feet don't have the amount of space that you're used to. So you're gonna feel kind of crunched up. We're not going for like perfect downward facing dog. We're just trying to get our hips in the air. So from here, you're gonna do downward facing dog. When I lift up, the soles of my feet are flat on the floor and I'm all the way up on my tiptoes. And then you're gonna bring one foot to the wall behind you with your toes flared out, just like we've been practicing and press the ball of your foot into the wall. And you're gonna press the ball of the foot into the wall and lift the other leg up behind you. So you have both feet on the wall, the toes are flared out, and then you're just gonna press your heels into the wall and move your shoulders over your wrists. Okay. So you're gonna be in an L shape upside down. Okay. So Pat, if you're gonna try, you're gonna move here. Otherwise you're gonna stay on your mat. Um, Maria, you'll go in between the windows if you want a wall spot. Yep, you've got it. You go to the back. Um, Hallie, let's have you go right there where you're at. You're gonna turn right there where you're at. I'm gonna move this stuff, and if you wanna try, you're gonna go right here to the front. Anyone who does not feel safe doing this is just gonna stay on your mat where you're at. I don't know what kind of space you guys are in at home, so you'll have to figure out where's your best place to go. Take a block with you or a strap or something that you can use just to mark your space. Sit down with your butt all the way up against the wall. Stretch out your legs, make them really active. And then put your block where your ankles are at. And then that's all you have to do there. Now turn yourself around and come onto your hands and knees. Those of you that aren't practicing the L shape, just hang tight, let me get these guys going and then I'll give you something to do also. Walk your feet back so they're all the way up against the wall. Your wrists are where your ankles were at. So you wanna actually take your hands up a little bit further to see how your wrists are behind. Yeah, you just won't have quite enough room. And then lift your hips into downward facing dog. So the soles of your feet are on the wall, it feels really bad. Flare out your toes, put one foot on the wall behind your hip, 
And then press that foot into the wall, lift the other foot on the wall behind your hip. And then press your legs straight. So your hips and your shoulders come over your wrists. Your feet are a little bit split, yeah. If we're not trying this, you're gonna come into downward facing dog on your mat as normal. Push, push, push with your, there you go. <laughs> come into downward facing dog as normal. Not you guys that are practicing the wall. If you're doing the wall, go ahead and stay there. You can rest and try again. But if you're not practicing the handstand, downward facing dog as normal. And then just like we did at the beginning of class, one leg at a time. So that leg's gonna come straight out behind you. Your hips stay square, toes point down. And then you wanna make that leg really active and press like you're trying to make your footprint on the wall. You need some socks with the sticky, grippy rubber stuff on the bottom. I've got a, not real socks, socks with like the sticky, grippy stuff on the bottom, like house shoe socks or what would, yes, that's right, you got it. Nice. So we're just gonna take another minute or so to practice what you're practicing, there you go. And then when you're all practiced out, rest yourself in child's pose. And when you rest yourself in child's pose, take a minute to reconnect to your breath. So if you've been, um, practicing that, that handstand, you might notice that your um, heart rate went up a little bit, and so did your respiratory rate. And you also got kind of hot and sweaty. So just take a minute to cool everything back down. Also, you guys are lucky because you have the 90-minute class, so we still have time. This morning, we just went straight from here to Shavasana. And everybody was like, well, hey, wait, what, what about the pose of the month? That was the pose of the month, actually, by the way, which is Dandasana. Not, so Dandasana is that L-shape, but sitting on your booty. We just did it upside down. But we're going to do it the right way, too, tonight. They just didn't get that this morning because they came to the short class instead of the long class. So once everything starts to settle... You're gonna move back towards your original space in the room or back onto your mat or wherever you reposition yourself at home. And then when you get back to your original space, go ahead and set yourself up a um, comfortable seat. So you might wanna lift your hips on the edge of a blanket or a block. Um, a bolster, whatever you might have at home. And then stretch your legs out in front of you again. Make your legs really active. Flare out your toes, <clears throat> reach through your heels. And then 
Start by pressing your hands into the floor next to your hips. Lift your chest and roll your shoulders back. And then you're gonna keep the shoulders stacked over top of the pelvis. Reach your arms up, hook your thumbs, and then just let your palms face forward. And so your work is here in your core to try to keep your shoulders up over your hips. In a minute, you're gonna be like, right? So just try to keep your shoulders up over your hips. And just connect back to that slow and steady breath. And take one more breath in. And then just let the arms fly out wide. And as you exhale, start to fold forward. And you can reach your hands to your shins or your ankles. You can reach to your feet. Or if you have a strap nearby, you could use a strap. But wherever you're reaching, shins or ankles, feet or a strap, use your hands on your legs or use your hands on your strap as leverage. Pull back a little bit on your legs or your strap. And as you pull back with your hands, your chest will pull forward. So you wanna to try to keep the spine long and let the hinge happen just at the creases of your hips. So when you get far enough that your spine starts to round, just stop where you are and try to lengthen out again. Right, and then try not to reach your chin towards your toes. So tuck your chin in a little, keep the back of your neck long. Think about reaching the top of your head towards the front of the room. One more breath in and out. And then slide your hands behind your knees. And as you inhale, bring your knees towards your chest and lift up. And then as you exhale, the soles of the feet together, the knees rise. Holding onto your ankles, your arches, or even holding onto the fronts of your toes. <clears throat> and as you inhale, lift your chest. And keep the spine long again, hinge at the hip creases. So now that you have your legs in this different arrangement, some of you will feel like you can fold further and some of you will feel more restricted in your folding. It really just depends on how your bones are put together. One isn't better than the other, but just notice that there will be some difference. So again, try not to reach your chin towards your toes but instead tuck your chin and think about reaching the top of your head to the front of the room. So you just wanna keep the back of your neck in its neutral or natural position with the rest of your spine. Take another breath in and out. And then use your hands to help lift your knees as you inhale and lift your torso up. And then you're gonna stretch your right leg forward. 
And tonight we're gonna cross the right ankle over the left knee. So instead of bringing the sole of the foot to the inseam, you're gonna just take the right, uh, the left ankle over the right knee. And I have to kind of slide mine over a little bit further because that ankle bone digs into my thigh bone and it doesn't feel very good. So you can kind of um, let it overhang a little bit if that feels better. And then just take your right hand onto your left foot. And I like to kind of thread my fingers in between. We've been flaring out the toes all night. And you're just gonna make a few circles with your ankle like you're turning a crank. And then turn it back the other way. And then as you bring your ankle back to a neutral position, if you've got your fingers threaded through, you can slide them out, but you're gonna press your hand and your foot together. So you're gonna provide some resistance between your hand and your foot. Take your left hand onto the top of your right knee. You can lift your chest a little bit and then start to externally rotate your right, uh, sorry, your left knee a little bit more. So you're kind of um, pressing it towards the floor. Just be mindful of what you might feel in your knee. So if you feel any kind of twisting or pulling sensation in your knee, you can try to flex this foot a little bit more strongly, that can help. But otherwise, just don't externally rotate quite so much. And then if you need a little more sensation on your left outer hip, you can start to fold the whole thing forward. And inhale, start to come back up. Slide your left leg out next to your right leg. And then bring your right knee towards your chest and cross ankle over thigh. And again, it's okay to let it overhang a little if that feels better. You can just hold on to your foot or you can thread your fingers in between your toes and just crank your ankle a little bit. Make sure you take it in the opposite way. And then as you bring your um, ankle back into a more neutral position, just slide your fingers out, press your foot and your hand into each other. So you're really providing some resistance and then take your right hand to the top of your right knee. This side is really different than the other side. And see if you can externally rotate that um, right hip a little bit more. And then if you need that stronger sensation, you can fold forward. You might not need it on this side, or maybe you didn't need it on the other side and you need it on this one. And release that and lift all the way back up. This time as you uncross, just bring the sole of your right foot to the floor and then bring your left knee up to meet it. And then you can either take your left forearm on the tops of your knees to help hold your knees together, or you can wrap your left forearm in front of your shins, just whatever works best in your body. Take your right hand to the floor behind your hip 
And then press your right hand down and really lengthen your spine up and then keep that length in your spine and start to rotate to the right. And then each breath in will just help you grow a little bit taller. And each breath out might allow you to twist a little bit deeper. One more breath in. Out. And then as you inhale, and turn forward. The right arm goes on top of the knees or in front of the knees, left hand behind the hip. Inhale again and extend up through the top of your head. And as you exhale, begin to twist to your left. And then each breath in, you get a little bit longer. Each breath out, you could twist just a little bit deeper. Next breath in, release that. If you want to put long sleeves back on or you want to put socks on or have anything to be a little bit warmer, um, once you get to Shavasana, go ahead and do those things. We're not going to lie down just yet, but you can go ahead and get yourself bundled up. <clears throat> and we're going to um, stay seated in meditation for a few minutes before we recline down. I'll let you know um, when we're going to make that transition. But if you want to stay seated, you're welcome to stay seated. You just want to have everything around you that you need just so that you can recline back with very little effort and with very little disturbance to yourself or anyone else. And then once you kind of have all of your um, winter clothes back on, you want to lift your seat up a little bit and it's nice to have your hips a little bit higher than your knees. So if a blanket doesn't quite get you there, sitting on the edge of a block can be just about the right height <clears throat> so that your pelvis comes up higher than your knees. And then once you have about the right height, you can either just cross your legs, kind of like crisscross at the side or you can line up your heels with your navel in what we call siddhasana. I prefer this variation just because it kind of helps my legs not fall asleep when they're not crossed one over the other. And you just want to try and sit up really tall, <clears throat> but don't over-exaggerate the arch of your back. So we're not trying to make a back-bending shape. But really, maybe just think about having a, um, a light bean bag sitting on the top of your head. And then you just want to press up into that pressure. And then relax your shoulders down. You might even slide your hands back a little so that your elbows are directly underneath of your shoulders. And you can close your eyes all the way. Or if you don't like to have your eyes closed, just drop your gaze down 
and then out in front of you. <clears throat> so you're just looking at the floor about five feet or so in front of you. Take a deep breath in through your nose. And then once you let that breath go, try to release any control over your breath. So we're no longer trying to maintain a steady rhythm or a particular depth. Just allowing your breath to really settle back into its more um, organic state. So when we think about the idea of uh, change versus evolution, do we want to change or do we want to evolve? In yoga, evolution, growth, really means the same thing that we mean when we say enlightenment. And in yoga, enlightenment or evolution or growth is being able to connect with and then maintain a connection to the unchanging part of who we are. So all the things on the outside change. And However things are today, they won't be exactly this way tomorrow. But yoga says there is a part of us that doesn't ever change. It's eternal. In yoga, we call it purusha. Sometimes it's called your soul. And so when we consider whether we want to change or whether we want to evolve, if we choose evolution, then we must ask ourselves if what we are doing will contribute to that growth or that evolution. So does having a brand new planner build up with a lot of things to do help you get closer to this point? Does your home improvement project help you connect more to your unchanging state. Does eating salad every day make you feel more at peace in yourself?
If you'd like to finish your practice resting on your back, you can begin to change your position now and lie down. If you're happy where you are, just stay where you are. If you're reclining down, just try to move there as quickly as you can. Once you lay down, let gravity do its work. And then again, just settle into that still, constant, eternal space. Begin to deepen your breath. And start to slowly move your fingers and your toes. Make some circles with your wrists and your ankles. <clears throat> Begin to bring your knees towards your chest. 
Take your knees in close, rock a little bit from side to side. And then take your time rolling all the way over to your right side. And press yourself up to seated. And then as you come up to seated, just take a comfortable seat. And we'll seal our practice with the vibration of the sound of OM tonight. Um, however, if you're here in person, we're gonna hum our OM instead of sing it out loud because we're not supposed to sing together. Um, but if you're at home, you can sing out loud um, as, as loud as you wanna sing. Um, so we're gonna uh, sing three rounds or hum three rounds of the sound of OM. OM is um, considered to be sort of the, the universal um, sound, the sound that connects us to that unchanging light of awareness within us, and then that same unchanging light within each other. So we'll just kind of tap into that vibration as we close out our practice tonight. You can take a deep breath in through your nose. Let your breath go out through your nose. And then you can hum or at home sing or just sit and listen. The eternal light of awareness in me sees and honors that same eternal light of awareness in each one of you. Namaste. Thank you all so much for practicing with me tonight, here and at home and later watching the recording. If you have any questions, please let me know.